0: Welcome back into Upon Further Review, and the Iowa Boys State Basketball Tournament will begin next week. We've got three KMA Land teams that we'll be following throughout the week with Woodbine, Trainer, and Underwood. We'll have all their games for you on KMA. But looking at the state tournament from a statewide perspective here today, and I'm really excited to talk with Tony Rowe of Prep Hoops Iowa. If you follow high school basketball, in the state tony is is one of maybe the top follow and i thought for a while maybe to get him on the show and pick his brand about things going on across the state so we're going to do that today as we get ready for the state tournament tony how are we doing today
1: i'm doing very well. well busy time of year but for anybody who loves high school basketball it's hard to beat right now so really excited to get going next week and i appreciate you having me on
0: yeah, uh appreciate you joining us. Is there anything for a, and I hope I'm not wrong in saying this, a hoops junkie, is there anything better than what we're going to see next week at the Wells Fargo Arena with like 20-some games in five days? Absolutely
1: not. Yeah, 28 games over five days, and I'll be there providing coverage for every one of them. It doesn't get much better than
0: that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Like I said, I have I've got Woodbine and Trainer and Underwood that I'll be following throughout the week. Uh, we'll just kind of go class by class a little bit here. Uh, beginning in Class One A, you know Northland has been you know the, the they have, I don't think they've been number one all year, right? I think Marquette Catholic and then maybe flipped at different times this year, but it looks it looked like all year like Northland and Marquette Catholic have been the the top two teams. But there's a lot of really good teams right now in the One A field. I don't think anybody has more than five losses. I guess when you look at the One A field, what's the one thing that has your interest the most?
1: Yeah, like as you mentioned, it's it's probably ultimately Northland and Bellevue Marquette at the top of that, but there's a there's a lot of kind of landmines in there uh, on each side of the bracket. Uh, for Northland, obviously Woodbine's no pushover in the in the quarterfinals. Woodbine coming off a really nice win over a really good Madrid team. Um, uh, obviously, they don't have a, the state tournament experience that Northland has, but they've they've got some athletes who can probably handle the the pressure that Northland likes to throw at you. Uh, and then if, if the Lynx get through that, there's there's two really good defensive teams waiting for them in the semifinals with uh, either Winfield, Mount Union, who has a, a pair of Division I football players on their roster, or Wendell Sully, who's kind of always a factor in 1A. Um, so I, I, I think you're probably looking at, at a Tri-Rivers uh, championship game there, but uh, really nothing would surprise me in 1A. I think it's about as open as it's been in quite a while. Uh, especially after having Granby Christian
0: move up this year, yeah, and having had a chance to, to watch Linville Soley in their sub-state final win over Bedford, a very, very—I don't know—physical is the right word, but but they're a tough matchup because they do have balance. They've got size. Uh, to me, I think that Lin, Linville sully Winfield, Mount Union—one on paper—is like the most intriguing quarterfinal matchup now you've got a lake mills north union third time around in there as well i guess what what is the one matchup of those four in class 1a that intrigues you the most
1: yeah i I think it's probably that winfield uh Linville game uh that four five matchup uh that one those are two of probably the best five or six defensive teams in the class um really athletic teams who, who use their physicality and their length and their athleticism to their advantage and uh on playing on the bigger floor and with a weird shooting background, that might be first to 40 wins. It's not going to be a pretty game, but I think it's probably the tightest game of, of the four quarterfinals here in one night.
0: Looking at class two, a, you know, Western Christians, the one seed, they're always kind of a a player in, in Des Moines. Hudson's had a really experienced group that they cracked through and gets the two seed this year. Underwood is undefeated and the three seed. You've got Unity Christian for the first time in I think like twenty years that so they've made it. West Burlington first time ever. Uh thoughts on the two A bracket?
1: Yeah. So I serve on the on the two A rankings committee throughout the year, so I've kinda of got a special place in my heart for for these teams and it's a field that I'm really excited about. You know, we got some some mainstays, um, some teams we haven't seen in quite a while and then uh west burlington and i i believe this is underwood's is, first yep. trip to the state tournament as well so some newcomers too that i'll i'll be excited to see how they handle the big stage
0: yeah first time for underwood you know and this is a a group for the eagles that most of these guys were part of a state runner-up team in baseball part of a state semi-final team in football so you know, they know how to win now they're hoping they can do it in basketball uh, what of the so you got Western Christian, Regina, West Burlington, Trainer, Hudson Grundy Center, Underwood Unity Christian? What is the must-see game for you in that two A field?
1: For me, it's West Burlington Trainer. Um, mm-hmm. I think those two teams kind of mirror each other. Uh, either team has overwhelming size, and they kind of come at you both with with primarily five guard lineups. Uh, there's going to be a lot of speed and quickness on the floor um, in that game. Uh, West Burlington, a team that we kind of struggled with all year, uh, they play in a primarily 1A league down there in southeast Iowa, so we weren't really sure how well they had been tested, but they they kind of proved in the district final and the sub-state final against uh, West Branch and Cascade that, that they're for real and they're especially really, really good on the defensive end. So I think uh, those two meeting up, uh, obviously Scott Rucker has a ton of experience coaching mm-hmm. in Des Moines, not necessarily with this group, but but he kind of knows what to expect uh, at the state tournament, so he'll certainly have trainer ready, and I think that one should be a really fun one.
0: It's funny that, that you mention that this will probably come down to guard play, because I just got done writing a story with West Burlington head coach Cody Van Fleet, and he basically said the same thing that you know the teams are very similar with how they want to play, and I, I'm with you. I think this is the most intriguing matchup. Uh, I I hate to put you on the spot here, but if you had to Pick a a 2A champion to come out of the field? Is it Western Christian as the one seed or somebody else?
1: I'm actually going to go with Hudson uh, mm. in this one, beating Western in the final. Uh, Hudson's kind of a team that's been building for this year, for the last four years. You know, a lot of these kids played varsity ball as freshmen and just grew up together. Um, there are two losses this year to Decora and Kennedy, who are the Number one seeds in 3A and 4A, respectively, and they've they've just kind of blown through the rest of the schedule. So uh, I think they've got a little bit more firepower than than Western does. Obviously, Western has a tradition in the, in the toughness, but I, uh, I've got Hudson in 2A, and and what would be a really really fun championship game if that were to materialize on Friday afternoon.
0: And I think also a Hudson Underwood semifinal. Uh- you know, could be a lot of fun as well. Kind of a similar thing with Underwood, where you've got you know guys that have been playing together for a long, long time. Uh, Class three A to me, Tony. I feel like, and I don't follow it as as well from a statewide perspective as you do. I, I try to though. I feel like this is the most wide open bracket. You know, you had ADM, who I think was a two seed or, or the number two ranked team. They lose to what I think is a really scary Bondurant Ferrari team in a sub state final. MOC Floyd Valley's got a lot of size. Uh, you know, assumptions got athletes, but decoras the number one seed. Uh, what are kind of your takeaways from this 3A bracket?
1: Yeah, you know, I I'm work closely with uh, Chris Larson and Tom Betts, who are on the 3A rankings committee um, for the association, and I know that they've really struggled with this class all year. Um, it's, it's wide open, as you mentioned. Um, decoras been really impressive as the number one team for a good chunk of the year, a very explosive offensive team, Uh, but there's certainly questions about the competition that they've faced um, up in the Northeast Iowa Conference. Assumption when they're playing well is probably the most talented team in the field, but consistency's been a bit of an issue for them. Uh, Waverly Shellrock has five kids on the floor at all times who can shoot like 45% from three, so they're dangerous, but um, the team that I'm kind of keeping an eye on, as you mentioned, was Bondurant. Um, defending champions uh, have, a, have a lead guard in Cole Miller, who, who thrived at the state tournament last year, and then uh, a kid by the name of Tanner Bergren, who was about mm. as productive as any player I saw this past summer uh, and has carried that production into his senior year. He's averaging about 22 points a game and, and has been a go-to uh, scorer for, for a Blue Jays team that lost a lot of production from that team. Uh, but but they know how to win. Um, so they'll be certainly dangerous down at the bottom
0: of the bracket in 3A. Yeah, and not only did they you lose their top two scores from a year ago to graduation, but then, then Reed Fallsgraf, who would have was their number three score, would have been their top returning score, uh, suffered injury during football season, has been able to play. Is that is Bonner and Ferrari M.O.C. Floyd Valley, is that the most interesting matchup? Because I know for me, having... Not really. I haven't seen these teams in person, but we we did an MOC Floyd Valley game, so I had a chance to kind of pick the brand of somebody that did see them, and obviously, Fall Bondurant, Ferrari all year. I I think that's the most intriguing one.
1: Yeah, I w- I would agree there. Uh, two star scorers with uh, Jesse Van Kelsbeek for for MOC and, and Bergeron for Bondurant, and I'm not sure that either team really has an answer for either of those kids. Uh, so, I think that one should be a fun back and forth between those two. And, and it's probably whichever role players uh, kind of step up and play better will be the team that, that gets the win there in the quarters.
0: Looking ahead to class 4A, uh, you know, Cedar Rapids, Kennedy, Dallas Center, Grimes, that's the one eight. You get Dubuque Senior, Ankeny is the 4-5. Valley Johnston is the 2-7. Cedar Falls, Bettendorf as the 3-6. Uh, Valley last year goes on a, a remarkable run to win a state title with. Correct me if I'm wrong, I believe all underclassmen. And I know you know their head coach is from Clorinda. I talked with him after the, the state championship, and he kind of said, Hey, I thought we were a year away, and this is what we were able to do. Is it Kennedy Valley in the field, or, or is there anything else in Foray that has your eye? Yeah,
1: it's probably Kennedy Valley. Um, Valley's been kind of shorthanded for much of the year. Uh, they played the first part of the year without Zay Robinson, who was the, uh, the all tournament team captain last year uh had an outstanding week at the state tournament and then as soon as he came back they lost curtis stinson for a few weeks uh who's probably their best all-around player um and they had him back for a few weeks and as a robinson kind of turned his ankle it sounds like in the sub-state final and and may not be a hundred percent so that could make valley a little bit vulnerable uh, especially against a red hot cedar falls team uh in the semifinals there but but uh, I, I think we're probably looking at Kennedy Valley in the championship there, which would be a, a fantastic game to watch.
0: Absolutely, uh, Tony. Before I let you go, looking across all four classes, I, I know throughout the year you do a really great job, kind of highlighting different guys that stand out. Give me two or three names that people should know about this week in Des Moines.
1: Yeah, let's touch on. Uh, let's go one from each class.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: For one A, let's look at Spencer Rader from uh, Bellevue Marquette. Uh, Six four, six five, kind uh, of combo forward who can score inside and out, uh, defend multiple positions. Uh, if if Marquette's going to make a run, it'll be because Raiders been the best player on the floor in in all of their matchups. Um, Jack Fantasen, that you're probably familiar with mm-hmm. from Underwood. Uh, kind of he's I think the Eagles' fourth leading scorer, but he's probably their most important mm-hmm. piece with with what he can provide on the defensive end. Um, protecting the paint and then kind of allowing them to invert the offense a little bit and, and have him operate out of that mid and high post area as a playmaker uh, leads the team and assists. Uh, in 3A, uh, Navon Shabazz is the top ranked sophomore uh, in the state. He's a 6'3 scoring guard uh, from Davenport Assumption who recently picked up offers from Iowa and Iowa State. Uh, so, So in-state people will certainly have some interest in watching Navon Shabazz there. Uh, And then in foray, Carson Johnson from Ankeny has has been arguably the best player in the state this year. Um, Big-time scorer who can fill it up from from anywhere. He's he's the type of player that you have to pick him up basically as soon as he crosses half court because he's a a threat to pull up from anywhere. Uh, If Ankeny is going to go on a run like they did a few years ago when uh, Braxton Bayless was leading the way, and it'll be because of Carson Johnston.
0: And, Tony, last question. If somebody came to you and said, hey, I want to go to the State Basketball Tournament, but I can only watch one game this week, what is the one of all 16 quarterfinals that you would recommend they check out?
1: Uh, Let's go to 4A, uh, the 4-5 matchup, Senior and Ankeny. Uh, Mm -hmm. Contrasting styles here. Senior likes to to play it slower, uh, utilize their athletic big men, um, to kind of wear teams down, Anthony likes to get up and down. Uh, let Carson Johnson cook, um, and then Rio and Leo Aguilar on the wings are are nice complementary pieces alongside him. Uh, so whichever team is able to kind of dictate the tempo there, uh, I think probably wins that one. Um, really should be a, a fun chess match to watch throughout the day on on Wednesday.
0: Looking forward to that again. That is Tony Rowe with Prep Hoops Iowa follow him for all kinds of awesome coverage from the state tournaments coming up next week. Tony, appreciate the time today. Thank you and look forward to seeing you in Des Moines and having fun to state basketball. Thank you. We'll see you next week.